Hello, you lovely lot. I wanted to take a moment to share an exciting announcement with you all. I will be doing a live show for Happy Mum, Happy Baby at the podcast show in London on the 22nd of May. This will be a live episode of this very podcast featuring me and a very special soon-to-be-announced guest. Get ready for a candid conversation, unfiltered truths, laughs, invaluable non-judgmental advice and lived experiences. Dive into the complexities of parenting while juggling work, relationships and personal growth and we'll be talking beyond the baby years. As well as the live episode, the show will also include a Q&A with both me and my guest. Tickets go on sale this Friday the 26th of April at 10am, but anyone who is part of the Happy Mum, Happy Baby newsletter will be getting early access to tickets on Wednesday the 24th of April at 10am. To sign up to the newsletter and for more information about the event, please head to happymumhappybaby.com forward slash events. I can't wait to see you there. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Happy Mum, Happy Baby, the podcast. Now, I have just got back over the last month from being in Italy with my dad, my brother and my sister, and we've had an amazing time. So it feels really fitting to me to be in the studio with one of the nation's favourite Italians. Possibly the... I'm going to say the favourite Italian. When you say one of the favourite... Oh, sorry, sorry. The... Can you can we rewind and we do this again? Oh, just the last bit, Giovanna, for okay, me. Okay, sorry, me. sorry, Come sorry. On, one of. What do you mean one <laughs> of? That is rubbish. Yeah, I can't even think of any other Italian that might be the, the nation's favourite. As if I didn't say that. Listen, okay. ignore it. Let's You've it gone again. back in time. <laughs> <laughs> it feels fitting that I'm in the studio with the nation stop there why the nation one or worldwide I have shows that they go to Australia (laughs) in America Japan Canada now you narrow me down on one nation okay okay let's Let's rewind again again. yeah it feels fitting that I'm in the studio with the university's favourite Italian now you're exaggerating university's too big (laughs) just the world just say the the name world how difficult (laughs) just the world you know, okay, the world's favourite Italian. Ah, that's it. Which Dino one is, is me? Yes. How Hello. are you? I'm oh, good. How are you? Fantastic. Really, really cool. I've been looking forward to do this for a long time. I don't do many podcasts. I think uh, this is my second or third. The, the first one or two, they weren't really, they, they were like 20 minutes or yeah. like, like uh, more of an interview. Yeah. This is a proper podcast. How are you feeling? 
I'm feeling nervous. <laughs> well, Jessica's told you, like, to be careful the way you my, my wife, she was like, do not mess this up. G, whatever you do, don't mess it. My agent the same. but Gino, be careful. There's a lot of mums listening. I was like, yeah, well, of course I'm going to be nice. You've, and yeah, but you've got to, it's you, and you've got to talk about your experience. So I always think when you're in the podcast room, like, everything else goes out the window. There's no right and wrong. This is all about you sharing your experience of being a dad. Absolutely. One, one promise that I'm going to make you, I will tell you the truth. Lovely. Doesn't matter if many people would disagree with me. Mm. I will always tell you the truth because I think it's important. We now live in this society where we want to hear the truth yeah. or people that tell us to lie yeah. because the truth sometimes is just too harsh to take it in. Yeah. I don't want to play that game, probably yeah. because as I'm getting older, well, no, I'm 46 this year, right? But I've been doing this for a long time, and I'm like, wait a second, I want to be able to live a life that if I think different from Giovanna, mm. I should be able to say so without yeah. getting crucified. Yeah, absolutely. But I love you. See, I love the title, Happy yeah. Mom, Happy Baby. There is nothing that makes me happy to see a happy mom with a happy baby. Yeah. You know, when you go to the airport, when you go to the park or something, you see a happy mom you yeah. know, with their eyes uh, sparkling and the baby's happy. Do you think, see, that is what life is all about. And it is. Yeah. Ob obviously, if you see a happy man or a happy dad, it's the same thing. But yeah. is that kind of, the title is great. Thank you. Oh. Let's talk about you and your childhood. Where oh, did dear. you grow up? Near Naples? I grew up in a little town called Torre del Greco. It's a town that is between the Vesuvius, the volcano, yes. and the sea. Mm -hmm. Near Naples, yeah, about 10 minutes away from Napoli. Yeah. And what was your childhood like? Happy, in a way that we didn't have a lot. My mum was one of 10 daughters and one brother, so it was wow. 11 of them, yes. Yeah. So my grandfather and my grandmother had a big house, with a, like a farm. Yeah. You know, one of those houses that then eventually a part of the house went to each daughter? Mm -hmm. Because in the, in the old days, they used to do that yeah. in Italy. Do you remember? Mm -hmm. Every, I mean, you would be a failure as a parent if you didn't leave a house for your children. Now is something that is completely gone. Yeah. Nobody thinks to buy a house for their children. Yeah, but maybe they help them. But, uh, but going back to my childhood, happy because we didn't have a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Although my mom and dad, they had this thing of arguing all the time. Really? Oh, that really annoyed me. They were arguing mainly about money. Right. I remember they, they, they used to both work with a normal wage. My mom used to be a nurse. My dad used to work in a shop, uh, electrical shop. And, you know, they used to get paid at the end of the month. Usually in Italy, mm -hmm. you get paid about the 29th, 30th, 31st. I remember when we were about the 22nd and 23rd of the month, that's when, you know, the last week yeah. you had the fight. Right. Because money was, you know, the, we were waiting for the money at the end of the month. We didn't have money. And that's when the stress happened. Mm. Well, because everyone's on, you know, just waiting for, to get yeah, to that point. But, but that's not nice. That, that, uh, I, I didn't find that fair and necessary. In fact, I've always said to my mom and dad, well, if we don't have money, let's, let's chill, right? Yeah, yeah. But it put a lot of stress on their relationship, both of them. Oh, something so, so many people can relate to. Yeah, well. oh my God, yes, 100% understand. And that's when I remember, since I was a little boy, I made a promise to myself that I would make enough money not to be like my mom and dad on the last week of the month. Right. Yeah. It's one of the things that I thought that's one thing that they teach me. Or mm. not teach me, but I, I picked from that relationship. Money can cause stress. So what is the secret? Trying to make as much money as possible at the beginning of your relationship so then you don't have that problem. Yeah. 
Yeah. Definitely helps. I don't care when people, they say money don't make you happy. Who the hell come up with that rubbish? That's not true. I'm sorry, Joan, it's, it's not true because when you don't have money and, and you're stressed and you see your kids, they're struggling and your wife is struggling, the stress comes Well, out. especially if you know that your parents were arguing because times were hard yeah. and they were struggling financially at that point. Yeah. You know that what would help that situation? Literally, <laughs> yeah. money. Nothing more than that. Yeah. I think if my mum and dad had a little bit more money, they would have still to, been together until the last day of their life. Oh, really? Yeah, 100%. Yeah, the reason why they separated about 10 years ago, it was not because of love. They were like me and my wife, they knew each other for a long time. No. So uh, the teenager, since they were teenagers, yeah. it was purely because of that. That's quite rare, I imagine, them separating so like late in life. Yes, very rare. You're right. Because usually when you separate, especially in Italy, you separate quite... I think they got involved into this social thing that it was okay right, yeah. to get a divorce. Yeah. You know, you know, can you imagine in the 90s or the 80s to get a divorce? It would have been insane. I know. Especially, you know, we are, everybody's Catholic. They go yeah. to church every Sunday. So, that you know, but then when they, I think when they felt that it was okay, mm -hmm. they went for it. My dad and all of his family and you as well, came over from Italy to England. What was that, like, push that made you make that leap? Torre del Greco, where I was born, my town was far too small for what I wanted to do. Mm. Once I set in my mind that I wanted to create something with my career, and I went to the catering college to become a chef, living in Torre del Greco it was too small. I would have ended up just being a pizza guy in a shop somewhere in Torre del Greco. So I decided that I wanted to go abroad. So mm. I came to England the first time I was in Guildford when I was 16 years old. Aww. So I did my summer experience. Then I went back to school. And the year after I went to Spain where I met my wife. Really? And it was a, a Sylvester Stallone's restaurant. So <laughs> Sylvester Stallone's opened a restaurant in Puerto Banus near Marbella. And they called me from the school because I qualified one of the top master chefs at the school. Right. And they asked me to go there for the summer. And what was Jessica doing there? She was a waiter. Ah. So she was a waiter. I was one of the chefs. And we used to meet in the meat fridge where I used to keep the meat. <laughs> right? And, and she used to put oh, the butter. I know. She used to put the butter <laughs> and some other bits and pieces for the tables. So three, four times a day, we used to kind of meet in there. Hi, how are you? We didn't really like each other. No, didn't like, but it was normal at the beginning. Hi, hi, hi. Yeah. And then uh, we kissed in the meat fridge one day, and then that's how it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I was 18. Not many people can say that, you know, their romance started in a meat fridge. In a meat fridge, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's where mine started, yeah. Amazing. Great. Yeah, well, <laughs> 28 years later, we yeah. stayed together, yeah. <laughs> so how did you both decide to move to England? Did kids and family, like, was that all discussed straight away? I wanted to go to America at the time, but then my then-girlfriend, Jessica, she went, yeah, look, why don't you come to England? You already came last year when I was in Guildford. Yeah. And I said, well, I don't know, I don't know. And, and then she said, come on, come here. I'm going to put you up in my mum's. She used to live with mum and dad, yeah. Elizabeth and Malcolm, and I, uh, they had a sofa. They said, no, 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 we can put you on the sofa. So I was very grateful because nobody knew me yeah. then. And this girl, Jessica, just brought a stranger into her family. But they they embraced me like I was a son when I was in there. So uh, that's how I So I stayed with them for about six months. Then me and Jessica, we go. We got a place. Yeah. Uh, and did you talk about kids? 
Yeah. Not really, no. no. No, because I did not want to talk about kids unless I knew that I had a very good job. Right. Because going back with my yeah. mom and dad, I did not want to start a family unless I had a proper job mm -hmm. where I could do, I could provide, and I did not have the same problem that my mom and dad did. Have. Yeah. Although saying that, I got married when I was 24. Mm -hmm. uh, when I got married is when I started the television, more or less at yeah. the same time. So I thought, oh, this one could be good. And then I had my first boy, Luciano, when I was 25. What was it like when you found out she was pregnant? Can you remember? It's a long time ago now. It's 20 years ago. Oh, it's a long time ago. <laughs> Very exciting, scary yeah. at the same time, because now all of a sudden there is someone else to look after. But I was okay. I've always been a very hand-on dad. So yeah. I, I, I changed nappies straight away, feed them straight away. Because one of the things that I've always done is to treat children not with bubble wrap all around them. Or I've, I've always treated children like adults. Yeah. <laughs> Can you remember meeting Luciano? Oh, I took Luciano out. Did you? Yeah. I what? was there. My, my wife wanted to have swimming birth yeah. thing there in birthing the pool. birthing pool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in the I've hospital or at home? In the hospital. Yeah. And I've always said, whenever we're gonna have children, I want to take them out. Yeah. Right. I want to take them out, cut the cord, do the lot. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I did. Did you? Oh yeah, that was cool. Can you remember what that experience was like for you? It was different because that was the first time that I saw my wife so vulnerable yeah. there, you know. I don't want to picture now, but you know, you go there, open your leg, all these things going on, yeah, and you yeah, think, yeah. wow, as a man, I would never be able to do that. <laughs> that. That is probably the first time in my life where I realize women are definitely stronger than men. Mm. You can't, that, 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 if you can do that, you can do anything in life. And nothing can really prepare you for it either, I think. No, because nobody prepares you for that. No, it's, yeah. it's just something that naturally happens. But I was shocked in a way that how can any human go through that much pain and that much, you know, kind of wild situation. And the way that the human body, the female body is made oh, so that it can happen. It's insane. It's insanely beautiful, mm. though. Although, you know, technically, when you look at things, they're not very kind of charming things to look at. But then when you look at the overall, you, <laughs> you go, oh, that is super cool. Yeah. That's such a beautiful thing to do. Did life change a lot during that period with having Luciano? Did you have four years gap between... No, two years gap between Luciano and Rocco. OK. And then 10 years gap between Rocco and Mia. Right. Yeah, because I wanted a girl, so... Did you? Oh, yeah, yeah. When the the second one came around, Rocco, I was like, okay, that's another Willy in the family. What the hell? Where is the, the girl? And then and then we got it, 10 years, ten years yeah. later, yeah. Did you purposely wait that period? Or was it like a subconscious thing where you were like, let's just embrace these two and then have another one later on? Well, I think at some point I kind of gave up in my mind that I wanted a girl in a way that I, it was going on and on and on. The boys were growing. I was like, oh, I'm never going to get a girl. I'm never. And then at some point I went, come on, come on, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. And she came into our life. Best thing ever. Really? Yeah, much better than those other two boys. <laughs> Look, people ask me, I don't know if you got it in your notepad there, what's your favorite recipe? That is a question that I cannot answer. But ask me which one is my favorite child. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't care if they they know they know I don't care so don't what care. is it about you know the father son the father daughter relationship that you've kind of because obviously it's lived up to your expectation you really wanted a girl you've got a girl 
She is clearly your world. What is it? I don't know. For me, it's the female thing. Mm. You know, I've, I've always loved women. You know, my, my women has always been in my life. I've always been surrounded by women since I was a little boy. I remember all my cousins, they used to go play football on the bike. I used to always be in the kitchen. Right. In the kitchen with my grandmother, my auntie, my female cousin. I learned how to sew because some of my auntie, they, they used to sew dresses. Yeah. So I, I wanted to learn that. So I've always had a, a big feminine attraction and feminine side yeah. on me. For me, I've always wanted to have one of my own. I wanted to have my own kind of female. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. I wanted to have my girl. Yeah. Uh, and did that, because obviously we were talking actually before we started recording about work. Yeah, we talked a lot before <laughs> we... Be uh, careful. Uh, we, <laughs> we, <laughs> don't tell them everything I said. No, no, no. But <laughs> no, in terms actually, of like you can. the work balance... You can, you can, you can. In terms of like work-life balance, when the boys were, were younger, you would have been working a lot. Yes. A lot more. Yeah. Whereas when Mia came along... You know, not just because of Mia, but you've got to, you had got to a point of life where you could kind of take the foot off the accelerator a bit and enjoy family life. Yes, when my boys grew up, I was working every day, every day. Maybe not Saturday, maybe not Sunday, but yeah. you know, one holiday for a couple of two, three weeks throughout mm. the summer. That's what I knew. Then before Mia came around, I was uh, I was already slowing down. And when I found out that we had Mia, then I decided only to work six months of the year. So in the last 10 years, I only work six months of the year. Uh, yeah. Pretty magical. Uh, it's pretty cool, man. It's cool. It's, I mean, if you can do that, it's, it's the coolest thing ever. Yeah. It's, uh, but not because always, yeah, you, you do need also to have a good job money-wise yeah, that yeah. you can do that. I get that. But it's a mental thing. It's something that you fight to be able to keep that promise. I fight with myself all the time because jobs comes, they throw a lot yeah. of money at you and you kind of tend to, everybody will say, okay, let's take the money because you never know what's happening tomorrow. Mm. We keep saying that and years go by. <laughs> so looking back to the early days with the boys, do you feel like you missed out on stuff because of the pull between... Oh, I, 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 don't, I don't have those kind of regrets that fathers or mums they have because yeah. they work yeah. and they don't spend enough time. Look, I come from a generation where I used to see my dad in the evening, yeah. Monday to Saturday, when we had dinner at the table for about an hour. And then I used to see him on Sunday for a couple of hours. He used to take us to the park or something like that. So I don't buy <laughs> into this thing where I have to feel that I have to do things. Or society has to make me feel that I have to do things all the time with yeah, the kids. Yeah, yeah. I don't buy into that. No, I, I, but as a mum, so I, I think women are always throwing that juggling question. Like, how do you juggle and how do you get that balance right? Which I think in our house, me and Tom are trying to work out what that juggle is and try not to have any regrets because actually by going out for work, you are also providing you are. for your kids. So, I mean, you're doing that. Yeah. And, and I think it's insane when I see a lot of mums, working mums and working dads, that they, you see them, that they're kind of suffering because they wanted to spend more time with the kids, but probably not because they want to, it's because they feel that they have to. Mm. You know, oh, I think I should take three days off to take my daughter there and there because I've seen other mums doing that. Yeah, well, not really. Well, well, just because you see, it doesn't mean that that's the norm or that's what you should do. It's because of social media, the, yeah. the things that we see. And I blame David Beckham. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yes, I do. Why did you play Rebecca? Because when he became a father, <laughs> I mean, not literally. Yeah. When he became a father, before David Beckham, you know, dads, they used to go to work and they used to see the kids in the evening and something like that, and then so it was mums. Then he came around, or people like him, and, and we started to have social media, so everybody started to see what other celebrities. They used to take the kids everywhere. They used to take the kids to school. They used to take the kids to work. And I was like, that fuck, that is ruined my life, that man. <laughs> now I have to do the same. So we all felt that we had to do, keep up with this cool parenting way of doing things. Dads taking kids to school. I, I never remember seen any dad when I used to be a boy going to school. But neither yeah. moms. We used to walk by ourselves at 10 years old to go to yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. So the, this idea of the cool dad and the cool mom is, is only a crap. It's important as well because I think so much if you're not working, you're with the kids and taking time for yourself is so important. But Super important. People can see it as a guilty, like that. Thing they they like, feel guilty. Yeah. Well, why would you feel guilty? Not only is it important for the relationship with your kids, it's also important for the relationship with your partner mm. to also have a life by yourself. That's the other thing that people say to me, wow, 28 years with the same woman, married for 20. How the hell do you do that? Simple. We don't live in each other's pockets. Really? Jessica just came back from a holiday with her friends three days away. She comes here two days. In two days' time, I'm off for yeah. a holiday with my mate for two days. Then she goes out with her male uh, or female di for dinner. I do the same with my male and female friends for dinner. You need to allow the other person to have another life. There is, you can't. But when a relationship starts, so often you are together. But that's, I mean? the that, that's the mistake. Nobody but has the, the balls. Start. It's realizing that that relationship can evolve, and that space is a is a good thing. It's a good thing, and also at the beginning of the relationship, don't be too much. Oh yeah, let's spend all the time together because eventually, it ain't gonna happen. Yeah, it's not gonna happen. Men and women, they're not designed, by all means, to be together <laughs> for the. Re they're not. Right? We think in a different way. Mm. We have a different taste. We do different things. Can we live together? Yes, we can. But forever, uh, holding hand in hand, no flipping way. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. Because that's when you break the relationship. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's impossible. It's not a natural thing to do. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. But you are aiming for forever, but not every second of forever. No. I will get bored. 
I will get bored. If I knew all the secrets of my wife, that's not attractive to me. I want her to keep some of the secrets. I want to find out something new every couple of years because that excites me. Right or wrong, or whatever I'm going to find out, I don't know. But I need to have that excitement. This super open relationship, let's tell each other everything. There is no secret. Fuck off. I'm not interested. I'm not interested in that. I'm interested for a long run and not just a, a quick spring thing. Yeah. And you've not got a <laughs> Sorry quick about the thing. swearing thing, but it's I get okay. very we'll, passionate we'll about We'll get uh, E on the podcast. Uh, okay. I, 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 go very, I get very passionate it. about something like that because it's nonsense. Absolutely nonsense. Well, what about you? Is you and Tom living in each other's pocket all the time? I don't believe that because you you, you no. go off and do your own things. Yeah. Tom goes off and does his own thing. Yeah, sometimes a bit of a high-fiving situation. Cool. You go do your thing. Yeah, um, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No, we've got, both got our separate passions, which keeps it interesting. Great. That's what it's all about. But also for us, like we, our kids are eight, six and four, so it feels like we're still very Strange much. names for your kids. <laughs> <laughs> eight six and four eight, what, what have you got you got two all boys they're all boys all boys wow That's and i am not aiming for the girl no uh, no shop shut shop shut yes oh wow yeah there are, for now there are men you don't have to have a shop <laughs> to have a girl no no you can window shop yeah window shop That's yeah. very true it's true no there's a lot of girls out there that they would love to have a mum and dad like you and Tom. Yeah, so. very true, very true. I think for us, we are so, we're still in the thick of them being young. They are young, I have to say. Eight, six and four, they are young. They are. Yeah, they are. So, that, that's not a good, uh, I'm going to be honest with you, that's not my favourite age now. Really? No. I don't want to say I don't like children because it's not true. Yeah. So, you know, uh, hear me out here. I don't like the children when they're children. <laughs> How do you say that? Okay, technically you're right. I don't like children. <laughs> so are there certain ages then? I don't, just look, like, oh. look. Four to eight. <laughs> I love my girl, yeah. okay, Mia. Her name yeah. is Mia. She's my princess. But if she says to me, would you like to do a Lego for half an hour? The answer is no. Right. Okay? You're not a playing. You're no. Not, yeah, would you okay. like to watch again Frozen 2? For an hour and 20 minutes, whatever. No, no. And I don't feel that I have to yeah. uh, just because she's my princess. But if I say to her, let's go shopping because I like, you know, uh, <laughs> that's what I do. I, I, I like to do different things, but I don't want to do children things. Right. Coloring, okay. all that crap, glittering. No, no interested. I really no interested. Never been interested. And I don't want really? to be. Never, never, ever, ever. I remember I sat down with my kids to coloring or glittering or fucking whatever, Lego or shit. I'm not interested. What about no. cooking? Yes, cooking, yeah. That's probably the only thing that I would say. Come on, one of you come and give me a hand, you know, flour, eggs and stuff like that. Cooking, yes. And did but... you have great patience with that? No. Oh, okay. I don't have patience for kids, no. For <laughs> me, children, they can come to me and start to talk to me sensible after about 13. Okay. They need to be teenagers. Right. I can deal with that. Although many people, they say, oh, my, that is the worst time. No, 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 no. That's easy. I can deal with that. I don't want to deal with someone who you cannot reason. Right. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's the thing. Mm -hmm. that, that's the problem. And they have big emotions. They have big emotions and they are unreasonable. Yeah. Because obviously in their head, they're kids. 
So if they won't watch television until 11 o'clock, how you going, you know, how many times do I have to say tomorrow you need to go to school, you need to brush your teeth, da 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 da. So I don't get involved. Mm-hmm. I get But from 13, the, you're there. 13, 14, I'm there. I'm there. In fact, I'm more, I don't know, in English, how to say, I was going to say, I'm more present now for them than I ever been when they were kids. Really? For my boys, for example. Yeah. Yeah, now is the time. Talk to me about business. Talk to me about opening restaurant. Talk to me about what you want to do, your passion, your sport, this and that. I, you have all my attention. But please don't ask me to watch fucking Frozen 2 again because you don't have my attention. Now, I know that Mia is your world and I feel yes. like if tonight Mia says to you, Dad, mm. Frozen 2, there's no way you're saying no. 100% the truth is no. Really? 100%. Would you steer her in a different direction? Say me. I would say, why don't we watch a documentary, a David Attenborough documentary? Nice. Or why don't we watch Only Fools and Horses? <laughs> I like watching it. <laughs> See, sometimes I put Only Fools and Horses. She laughs. She likes. Uh, yeah. I just wasn't expecting that, that compared to like David Attenborough. Or, you know, Only, only Fools and Horses. horses. I mean, they're, they're basically the same thing. Oh, there's, you know, she loves when Trigger calls Rodney Dave. <laughs> And she keeps saying, why is he calling me? But that's brilliant, isn't it? I know that she's nine and we don't like kids until they're 13, but when they start getting jokes or they start making up their own jokes. But those are proper jokes, not Frozen 2. Those are not (laughs) jokes. That's crap. You want to hear a joke? We need to watch Ricky Gervais. Yeah, okay. You need to watch Only Fools and Horses, Mm -hmm. Faulty Tower, those kind of proper English humour. That's what I like to watch. Yeah. So the compromise will be okay. Not to Frozen 2. You want to spend an hour with me? We watch only Fools and Horses. Oh, let's go and cook. Yeah. I love that. Simple. Yeah. 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 My wife, opposite. Oh, really? If she asked her to watch six times in a day Frozen 2, she will watch six times and then complains all evening that she's been watching six times. And I'm like, why did you do it? What's the point of complain? Yeah. Do something else. Growing up, for your kids, how important was food? I think it was everything, because it's the only thing that we kind of had. Yeah. But if you're also out working and, you know, you've got your, you know, career kind of... Like my mum and dad working? No, no, you. Me, okay. So then for your kids, you know, starting to eat food... And if that, were you kind of trying to steer Jessica into what she was giving them? Were you trying out new like flavors and stuff with them? Were you really loving the fact that they were eating? I've always treated my kids like adults, mm. I said to you uh, at the beginning. Yeah. So as soon as they were going into proper food, they were eating anything. Really? From a pureed lobster to pureed pig to pureed every. I used to puree, I even pureed clams. And she loves clams. I, I don't buy into this thing. You need to be careful with kids with this. With okay, okay, that bollocks. You just give them whatever you want. It's fine. Yeah. I'm a bit hot on uh, things like chocolate and crap food. I don't like that. Okay. I think now it's not a treat anymore. It becomes uh, it's too much. Right. It's too much. Yeah, uh, yeah. They eat too much crap. Yeah. So uh, generally, kids. Well, you can see how easily that can happen. Like growing up oh. with me, we used to have one biscuit. There and you go. Have to ask for a second biscuit, and sometimes the answer was no. No, no. Most of the time it was no, because <laughs> then you would have been classified as greedy, yes. ungrateful. Yes. My mum used to say, right? Yeah. <laughs> 
now you're trying to no it's too much the fat intake of yeah. our kids and salt and all that is far too much do you think your childhood of not having a lot also like feeds into that in some way you know like all the snacks and stuff can feel a bit greedy well yes it does a lot you know the chocolate spread uh, nutella yeah okay my mum used to buy a jar of nutella every three months we were allowed to have one teaspoon of nutella on a saturday morning giovanna i swear to you mm. today and last saturday right I remind them every Saturday when <laughs> I have my kids around, I pick up the jar of Nutella and I always go. And then my boys go, yeah, yeah, we know. One <laughs> teaspoon. And Even my daughter now, she goes, don't, please don't tell us the story again. I keep reminding them. Yeah. But we live in this world where we consume everything and everything, you know, whenever we want. Mm. I opened the sweet cabinet last, a couple of days ago and I, I was like, this is just not right. Mm. This is just not right. Anyone can go in there, pick up whatever they want. My kids are quite good because we, we live an open policy that they can do whatever they want, pretty much. They don't actually go there too much. Yeah. Because I think that's the secret. Mm. Don't ban it. Just make sure they understand what they're doing. And uh, <laughs> But still, in my opinion, far too much. Yeah. So my kids, they eat everything. Also because they don't have a choice. Right. I don't give them a choice, no. Yeah. No, I don't, I, I don't buy into... Uh, when we have an argument, my wife and I, most of the time is when I hear, what would you like for dinner? Oh, my God, I lose my shit. Wherever I am, in the office, on the sofa, playing a guitar, outside, if I hear those words, I will stop everything that I do. I run in and I start to shout like a mental. Do you? Like, like, like a crazy man. What the hell do you mean? What do you want for dinner? What the fuck? This is not a restaurant. This... <laughs> My mom and dad never said to me, what you want for dinner? What the hell? What kind of a question is that? That is the worst thing that you can do to a child. Because also world. everyone's got to agree on what they're eating. Oh, my God. Then, you know, Luciano, meals. I want the Chinese. The other one, he wants Indian. The other one, he wants a pizza. It's the most stupid thing ever. I, I always say to my wife, cook. Cook. Or I cook, whatever, mm. whoever cooks. Put it on the table, that's the end of the story. What about if they don't like it? Well, let me tell you, if they don't like it, you can say, don't eat. And we can say that probably for about three or four days in a row. Because really? nowadays, no, what I mean, I, I'm happy to hold yeah, steady yeah, yeah. on that for three, four days in a row. She goes, yeah, but what about three, four days, kids not eating? I say, look, I always say, look, the intake of crap of these kids nowadays is so big that even for a week, if you let them not eat, they're going to be okay. Give them water, but obviously I don't encourage people not to feed their kids for a week. But you need to be strong at the table. If you don't like a certain thing, just say, don't worry about it. Go to bed. Go to bed. Yeah, but I'm angry. No, you can't be angry because if you were angry, then you would eat it. the uh, the food there. Yeah. So uh, I don't. I, 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 I never played that game. Do you know you have a new book out at the moment? Yes. Tell me about this book book is called Genus Italy, like Mamma used to make. Wow. Yeah, which I just finished the series filming for ITV. It's a, it's a book that I've dedicated to all the women in my life. So it's to celebrate all the women in my life. So all the recipes in the book are recipes that my grandmother gave to me, my auntie Clara, which is the older sister of my uh, mother, uh, ten sister and one boy. And uh, I've always been around kitchen and, 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 yeah. and, and aunties, cousins. 
different from all my other male cousins that they, they used to go playing football. And I was always interested in cooking. So I wanted to do a, a book to celebrate all the women in my life. You know, my mom is not with us anymore. Right. So uh, uh, I neither is my grandmother. So I just went backwards. Does it feel special going backwards? Because I think we're all trying to come up with new recipes all the time. But sometimes the things that come before us, they are brilliant. They are perfection in themselves. And they mean so much because they kick off like loads of different memories and things One like thing that. I've realised, there has never been, and I don't think it will ever be, a modern recipe that will match an old recipe. Mm. Food is already been done. They've they done it. They've been there. They have all the medals. They have everything. The only thing we can do nowadays is to put a few touches on something that is already existing. So going back has been just amazing to remind myself and to remind everybody how this beautiful recipe came around mm. and why we should follow them and learn because there is a lot to a lot to say about those recipes, recipes that they are not expensive, but yet full of flavors, yeah. yet they can feed a hell of a lot of people mm -hmm. because that's what Italian food is all about, yeah. unexpensive, beautiful to look at, full of flavor, but then all of a sudden you can feed 10 people. It's food for all, isn't yes. it? Yes, I like that. Food for all. Mm. I like that. It's food for all. I mean, I never met anyone so far that doesn't like Italian food. Have you ever met, seriously, have you ever met someone who goes, I don't like Italian food? They will say they don't like Indian. They will say they don't like Chinese. Yeah. They will say they don't like Mexican food. They will say they don't like Spanish food or yeah, Greek yeah, yeah. or anything like that. Have you ever met someone? One, name I one know, person. I don't think I ever have. There you go. Food for all. That will be probably the... Um, Are you going to add it to the back of the book? Giovanna Fletcher says... No, Giovanna, I'm going to make a lot of money by uh, just writing another book called... Uh, uh, food for All. Genus Italy, Food for All. <laughs> so, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Great. I'm so glad. I will that send I you the you book. That. Don't worry about Thanks. it. I will send you the book. Okay. I, I can't wait. If you could write a letter on being a dad, who would it be to and what would you say? If I could write a, a, a letter. letter to whom? Anyone. If you could write a letter about being a dad, who would you write it to and what would you say? You could write it to your younger self, you could write it to the kids, you could write it to other dads. I would write this letter to my father. Hmm. The letter would be very short. I'm not a big writer or somebody who talks a lot on the phone or writing emails or something like that. I would remind him to be the best dad ever you need to be the best man with yourself ever. So as simple as that. Yeah. To be a good mom, you need to be a, a good woman. To be a good dad, you need to be a good man. And that's what my letter would say. Then if he understands, he understands. If he doesn't, he doesn't. Yeah. yeah. I wouldn't write it to myself 30 years ago, no. I wouldn't write about that. I probably would write some lottery numbers. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. The the fuck? What a waste of time. <laughs> Me writing to myself about being a dad. No, I would put all the betting that you can imagine, lottery numbers and all crap like that. <laughs> Sorry, Joanna. Very if good. you were looking no, at something no. more romantic, you ain't going to get here. Do you know what? I, I love that. I love that. I'm going to take the lottery numbers. Uh, 
you can't be you can't be a good father if you're not good to yourself first. Yeah. Uh, we're going back to what we yeah, said before. Yeah. You need to be a little bit selfish. You need to think about yourself because how can you think about someone else if you don't have the the kind of courage to look after yourself? It's impossible. Do you not think your dad did? No, he was scared. Mm. He was scared. He, 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 uh, he, I, I don't think he knew how to do it. Um, so I would send a letter to him. Yeah. 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 We finished the podcast with I, you. already. I know. You've been talking. Yeah. We've been talking for over an hour. We've been talking for an hour. Yeah. Wow. I, I, I thought it was only twenty minutes. I, I'm, I've actually quite liked this as an experience. <laughs> I'm That's not saying nice. I'm going to take your job as a podcaster. Okay. I wouldn't do that. Okay. No, no. Also because you got a very cool, happy mom, happy baby. I thought we would have questions from people, but obviously we can't have questions from no, people. No, no. It's just, it's just me. Just me and you. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So when, when are we going to do this again? Because I really enjoyed. Well, maybe we'll go and make a TV show together. I like that. I've been looking for a female partner uh, for a, what do you call a, ha- a wife? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A TV not wife. For, yes. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. A TV wife for a long time. Well, we've both got vacancies. I've not got a TV husband. You've not got a TV wife. True. High five to that. Yes. There we go. I'm Deal. just, Deal I'm just, right just a little bit worried because my wife does like your husband. Oh, God, this could be messy. What about if then they're going to start to say, yeah, but then we want to become... <laughs> But then it's got nothing to do with television. And then that... that <laughs> They're just going out together. Could we ruin everything that we build with this idea? I don't... Who knows? No, I don't think so. It's worth a try. No, otherwise we're just going to end up in a foursome. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. There we go. He had to say that. Yes. <laughs> okay, I want you to complete these three sentences, okay? You want me to complete the three sentences? I'm going to start a sentence, you have to finish it. Oh, God. Okay. Being a dad means... Being a dad means... Caring for someone else, but still caring for yourself. Since having children, I... I pretty much done everything that I used to do when I was single. Or when I was married without the kids. Yeah. Nothing makes... Didn't make any difference. And I'm happy when... I'm happy when I'm on the island of Sardinia with my family and I'm not working. That's the thing, because even though <laughs> you, you have so much time, like you're saying about putting yourself first, having that time for you, family is still everything to you. Yes, because I wouldn't be happy by myself. Yeah. I'm happy by myself for one or two weeks yeah. because I'm used to. Yeah. But after a while, it's not complete. Mm. The happiness is not complete. It's 80%, 70%. To have a complete happiness, you need the family around you. And that's the Italian thing, isn't it? That, that, is that happiness much, comes from yeah. family, it comes from community. Yes, pretty much, you're right. Gino, thank you so much. No, grazie a te. <laughs> Ma tu parli italiano, sì, eh? I do, but only a little bit, and I've been trying to learn. Ma come you've been... Eh, parli italiano, Do your kids si. speak Italian? Uh, Luciano does, Rocco does, Mia is, is learning now. Okay, I'm on par with a nine-year-old. There we go, I'm happy with that. But they swear in Italian like nobody else. Oh, yeah, of course. No? Tu pure qualche parolaccia la conosci, no? Parolaccia. In fase di testa di cazzo. You know what it means? Yeah? yeah? yeah, yeah. Okay, good, good, good. good. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Prego. Ciao. Ciao.
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.